Welcome once again to the RenewCast, the podcast of Renew Education. My name is Noah Brink, and it is an absolute joy to be able to spend a few moments with you. Today we are going to be talking about four-day school week education. If you've been paying much attention to recent news outlets that have been talking about four-day school weeks, both in Christian and secular contexts, it's something that seems to be have gotten a lot of traction. You'll hear that some school districts around the country have actually moved toward four-day school weeks for public schools. And increasingly, I'm noticing that some upstart schools are noticing the benefits of a four-day school week. When I think about my own experience as a teacher, it goes without saying that four-day school weeks were absolutely incredible. And it wasn't just about a shorter school week or a three-day weekend. We saw real, tangible benefits of it, uh, from student focus to uh, teacher energy. And it goes without saying that there was a lot of interest in it, uh, but I don't think that anyone ever talked about it formally and said, maybe this is something we should explore. In my work as a consultant with different schools, there have been a few schools that I've noticed that have a four-day school week, and some of them started it for financial reasons, realizing that if they're renting space, that it was less expensive to be able to rent a space for four days rather than five or in some contexts to be able to pay teachers a little bit less. But I want to take a moment to talk specifically about a theology of a four-day school week. As Christian educators, we always need to be thinking, what are the theological motivations or implications at play here? Are there real reasons why we ought to take a hard look at this and explore it? So I want to take a few minutes today and just walk through what I understand to believe, to believe are some of the reasons why Christian educators especially should explore this maybe at a little bit more depth. I fully realize that walking back to a four-day school week when you've been a five-day school could be very, very complex. And so maybe much of this conversation today is geared towards those that are starting a school for the first time. But in any regard, I think it's worth us thinking about it. One of my favorite quotes comes from the play The Man of La Mancha based upon Miguel de Cervantes' book, Don Quixote. And in that play, Don Quixote's character says, maddest of all is to see the world as it is rather than as it should be. And that quote has very much inspired my approach, not just to education, but to all of life. Christians should be people that don't merely just accept things as they are, as that play would suggest. That's actually madness. We ought to be people that are willing to think, but how should it be? And especially as Christians, we have very clear norms for understanding how things should be. The Bible is very specific in outlining not only how things were originally supposed to be, but giving us a context for how things once again will be. So let's take some time and, and talk a bit about a four-day school week. What are the pros and cons? And I'm gonna start actually with some cons. As I alluded to already, if you are a school that has a five-day school week, the very thought of going back to a four-day week is a very complex idea. It throws the whole system off to even begin to think about it. 
Um, but in any regard, we live in a context where parents could have a difficult time understanding how this affects the rhythms of their family life. I especially am sensitive to those families that have both working parents or single working parents, where families don't have the luxury of having students at home on that day where school is not in session. I think that if schools were to explore a four-day school week, it absolutely must be something that the school considers of how do we maybe keep the school open on that fifth day to provide childcare for families where they need that as an option. I think that's something that schools need to provide. We are in the business of walking alongside our families. And not as though we're always thinking about how do we attract the most people, but we have to understand that by saying we're going to only be open four days a week and not provide an option for our families, you're going to lose some families. But also I wonder if that's caring for our families well. So if we're going to be even asking the question, how, how do we maybe think more deeply about a four-day school week, schools do need to be willing to explore how do we provide care for those families? How do we walk alongside them? Because we do want to make sure that we are providing especially a safe space for those families. I do also want to think about even the, the finances that go along with it, um, considering that. If families are having to pay extra for childcare uh, and the school is, is doing a four-day school week, it might be worth time to actually take a step back and say, so what should our tuition be? Um, I think that the educational product in a four-day school week versus a five-day school week, personally, I think that you can get more out of your teachers and your students. And I think that you could easily justify having a comparable tuition to any other school. Um, but at the same time, to recognize there are going to be questions when families say, so this school is in session five days a week and you're in session four days a week, so I don't understand why I'm having to pay the same. Like I said, I think that you can easily justify uh, the, the cost, but those are things just to be mindful of if you're going to explore this. Uh, one of my other personal uh, pieces of advice uh, if you are going to have a four-day school week, I think that there is a strong reason to have that day off be Monday. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that um, when I get into sort of the theological components of it. But one of the things that I believe, especially if you're a school that is thinking of like a JK or a K through 12 program, um, to take Friday off is very disruptive to the life of the school. Um, I think about the families that, um, especially when you think about sports and, and a lot of other family sort of events that happen on Friday, to have school off on Friday, you're going to see families that take that time off, go on a three-day uh, trip, and um, it's hard to have games and other uh, community-wide events on Friday nights, when you don't have school that day, you will lose some families because they're going to take advantage of that time off. Also, students like to have rhythms. They function their best when they have rhythms. And for instance, if you're going to have a basketball game on Friday night, I noticed this in my years as a teacher, having a game on a evening when students didn't have school that day 
it took more work for those students to get into the rhythm of playing because they might have slept in longer than they normally would because you didn't have school. I like being able to have these predictable rhythms. Um, and having Friday off, I think, uh, disrupts more rhythms for families and it inhibits the school's capacity to do some of those community building things when school's not in session on Friday. But let, let's talk about, like I said, the theology of it. Um, I tend to think that you know the Bible doesn't speak really about the school. It does talk about learning. It talks about training, um, but it puts those in the context of the family. And obviously, the Bible also talks significantly about the church. And if we're thinking theologically about the relationship between the school and the home and the church, and the church and the home are primary, I think there's a strong reason to say the four-day school week actually helps the school toward that. One of my fears is that the school, just because of all of the things going on in the life of the school, seven to eight hours of the school day alone, and then all of the other things, to have a five-day school week, you're basically saying that in a given seven-day week, families or students are at the school more than they're with their family. And obviously, there's a lot to get done. And, you know, that it makes practical sense to say that's just the way it's going to be. But I wonder if by having a four-day school week, it does restore things back a little bit closer to the way they, they should be. So let's talk some about that. First of all, in regards to the church. Now, I mentioned that I, I would advise, if you're going to explore this, taking a Monday off. And, and I'm having the wonderful joy right now of working with an upstart school here in the St. Louis area. And from the outset, having a four-day school week and taking Monday off in terms of the students, and I'll talk a little bit more about what we mean when we say off, but by taking that Monday off, I feel like it allows the family to truly embrace the fullness of the Lord's day where you know the way that this works when school starts on Monday morning or work. That Sunday, even for the people with the best intentions, knowing full well that you have to get back to normal school, work, all those things on Monday, and in some context, making lunches, and all those things that you have to do, homework and all those things to get ready for the upcoming school week. Whenever you don't have school or work on Monday, we see this with different holidays throughout the school year. I feel like that Sunday becomes that much more of a day of rest where you're able to truly rest. And we know that the Bible talks very specifically about rest being something that we need. It's so much a needed part of our existence that God puts it in the Ten Commandments. But it's not just this thing that exists there. It's a tapestry issue throughout all of Scripture where you see this issue of rest. And Jesus says this, that this is good for us, this idea of rest. And he even calls himself the Lord of the Sabbath. Christians should be people that look forward to the Sabbath. And unfortunately, I think people look forward to Saturday. And Sunday comes, and they're already starting to dread things. And it, it deprives our ability to really drink deeply of the benefit of 
having the Lord's Day, a day of rest, a full day. And I feel like in our context where we're just so busy and we email and all these things, that those emails that start coming in on Saturday afternoon, we're already starting to think about the upcoming day. And so the Lord's Day has not really become a Lord's Day. It's become a Lord's matter of a few hours. But I believe that if we were to maybe take that Monday off, it allows us to embrace the Lord's Day that much more fully. Um, I know that we give homework on Monday. I Pedagogically, I'm not a, a, a fan of uh, big assignments for Monday because we know the way students are. Very rarely will a student pause and say, well, Sunday's the Lord's Day and I'm not supposed to work. And so students don't think that way. They get done with a busy Friday, school, full school week, and Saturday becomes a day of um, play, uh, rest, and they put off their homework and then all of a sudden they're doing it on Sunday, which uh, I think there are theological reasons to say that's not to be advisable. Um, there's pedagogical reasons for saying that's not advisable. Uh, but I think that if we don't have um, school on Sunday, I think both our teachers and students alike are able to like put their work truly aside. It would be nice for us to just assume that everyone didn't do it on Sunday because they're honoring what God has for us. But I think that there, there are some strong reasons to say that having that Monday off um, allows families to, I think, uh, to truly set those things aside. Um, I also think in terms of the family, um, we want our students to spend time with family. You'll, you'll notice over and over and over again these studies that say, you know, you want to have long-term uh, adults that have uh, emotional and mental health. Um, there's a lot of studies that link mental health, emotional health, and even things as much as uh, uh, people that end up going to prison, there's a link between spending time with your families and uh, mental illness, emotional illness. Um, you know, you can see those things pretty easily, and, and we shouldn't be surprised. Um, God created this, this family unit as, as a gift, and that's the structure in which students are going to flourish. It's the structure in which I flourish. I, I, I need my wife. I need my kids that there's such a joy for the family to be together and to give some of that time back. Um, and like I said, I realized that for some families, having uh, a, a Monday off actually seems um, very difficult, especially if, if both families or both parents work. But to give that family, maybe that encourages families to take an extra uh, long weekend. Um, to take a day and go do things as a family. I mean, we want our families to spend time together. Maybe a school, by not having uh, such a busy, hectic pace, that that grants more time for our families to do things. Um, we want to encourage that. Uh, that's a healthy thing for families to spend more time together together. Uh, spend time together among God's people, spend, God, spend time together within the nuclear family. Um, I also think, though, about uh, pedagogical uh, advantages. Um, teachers, I, I think that teachers, they always need more time to prepare. Uh, even teachers that are staying well ahead of their students 
every teacher I've ever met would love more time to prepare. Um, so I mentioned that this taking the Monday off is more, in my personal preference, is an issue of the students. Um, this school that we're starting here in town called Cornerstone, we're going to have teachers still come in. Now, come in later on Monday and go home earlier, but still to have teachers come in because we want teachers to come into the school building. And once again, the school will be open to provide uh, childcare for students. But for student, for teachers to come in and have a day where, you know, most teachers stay a day or two ahead, but every week to have tangible, practical time where they can actually do more preparation and, and think about the week and prepare for the week without the stress of just always feeling like you've got so many things coming and to slow down. Um, we're going to build into an expectation that on that day where teachers are together, um, at the school for the lunch time to be something that we hold sacred for teachers actually to come together and to have that community in the same way that we want to provide community for our, our families, time for our families to be together. We want to provide time for our faculty to be together. And I don't know about you, but in your school context, schools often try to create that space, but it ends up getting into the school week, sometimes in a predictable uh, rituals, but often I see where s s schools will create professional development days and it throws off the schedule. Um, in our context, if you have that Monday where teachers still come in on Monday, you can put your professional development time there. Now, once again, that's one of those points where I would say that a school very easily can say, there's a lot of benefit for our teachers because every single week, for them to have time together, to grow together as a community, to plan and prepare, but also for the school to provide more professional development opportunities, that's good for the students. Better curriculum, better lessons, uh, better opportunities for teachers to grow and to have both horizontal and vertical alignment between our teachers. Those are wonderful things, and that does pay off into the life of our, our students to be able to provide for that time. So I think there's a strong reason when we think about it from a allowing more time for the life of the church, more time for the life of the family, more time for the life of a healthy faculty community. But also, we know data on when students are maxed out or when teachers are maxed out. They don't function at their top performance. And you've seen this. By Friday, teachers and students and parents and everyone alike, they're all gassed. Well, obviously, that inhibits the ability to, to think well and to have that freshness that you want in the life of a school. I mean, imagine every single week having a three-day weekend. And you say, well, what about the teachers? They don't get a three-day weekend. But that Monday, where maybe it's a slower day, that it allows that Saturday and Sunday to be richer because they know they can prepare on Monday and they've got that time. It gives them that time back so that their week weekend does become more restful for your faculty. So fresher faculty, fresher students, greater connection points. Those are all things that I, when I think about the life of a school, we want, we want a school environment where you see shalom. Shalom does not just mean peace. It means full, flourishing wholeness. In the life of a school where it's busy, 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 and the students and the faculty alike feel constantly maxed out, 
that probably inhibits shalom rather than promotes it. But are there things in the life of the school, and, and maybe in your context, it's very difficult to even comprehend the idea of trying to move back to a four-day week. But Christian schools should be at the forefront of asking questions, how do we promote shalom? How do we promote wholeness? And like I've said numerous times, I said it last episode and will continue to say it, that Christian education is inherently committed to something that's different because we're committed to the gospel, which operates with very different assumption sets than what you would see in the rest of the world. So if we're committed to different assumption sets, shouldn't we also be willing to say we're actually pursuing a wholeness that's very different than what the world expects? And so why not maybe at least explore it may not be a four-day school week, but what are ways that you could bring back shalom into the life of your, your school? Not just for your kids, but for your faculty. Because if we can pour into our faculty and, and grow our faculty, those have very real, tangible dividends for learning and deep relationships with our, our, among our students and our teachers. Those are things that we deeply want. And I think that having a very robust view of our students. I mean, anthropologically, we understand students are created in God's image. And part of being image bearers is they need rest. And that's not just because sin entered the world. Think about it. The idea of rest, that was instituted by God before sin ever entered the world. We need rest. And that's not just, just because we're broken. We need rest because that's part of the way we're designed. So as Christian schools, I think it's necessary for us to ask the questions, how can we promote rest, physical rest and emotional rest and mental rest and spiritual rest? And to give that to our faculty and to give that to our students and then even our families where we can say to our, our faculty, we're not going to ask you to come in early because we'll have faculty meetings on Monday or we're not going to ask you to stay late because we'll have those meetings on Monday. And it just creates, I think, it creates healthier rhythms where you're not having to necessarily ask more or blow up the system because of we now need to have a professional development day. I think there's so many benefits to it. I think it brings about a greater sense of community among your teachers. And we also know that when you have a greater sense of community among your teachers, that the kids see that. And it trickles over into a healthier community among our kids as well. I really, I really hope that it's something that if, if you're in the beginnings of thinking about school, that you'd at least be open to considering it. If you're already in a school where you've got that commitment, my challenge to you is ask some of those questions. How could we bring about shalom and wholeness in the life of our school? And once again, if it's not a four-day school week, to still be willing to ask that question and be courageous enough to accept what maybe some of those answers are that y'all generate and to say it's worth it in the life of our school to bring back a commitment to our churches and, and our Sabbath, the Lord's Day, and also to the life of our family. How do we bring about, about healthy uh, family lives where the school is not so dominating uh, the rhythms of our families, but that we actually say we care enough about y'all that we're willing to give some of that back? I think it's worth the question. I think it's worth trying to explore it and knowing full well that as God's people, 
if we're doing it because of primary commitments, that we should be able to do it without worrying about the external pressures that we face. I thank you for listening, and I look forward to being able to spend some more time with you next time.